Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, welcome. We have our guest here. It is Friday morning. We are so excited. Let us welcome to the Sean Inspires podcast platform, the first person, the first speaker, author, mom, entrepreneur, Shantina Mullins to kick off our month of April with the new series on Sean Inspires podcast entitled Women in the Marketplace and Advancing the Kingdom. All right, let's get it going. Shantina, welcome to the Sean Inspires platform. I am so excited to have you. It's been a long journey with you and I, my sister in the kingdom. She's like family. So welcome to the Sean Inspires uh, podcast. And I thank you for your time for joining us today. So you are the author of an amazing book that you um, published just, I want to say a few years ago called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. It's an amazing book. So if you could just um, get, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, get comfortable. You're in the midst of our family. So uh, tell us a little bit about the book and a little bit about your journey. Yes. Hey, Sean. How are you? Um, thank you. Yes. Thank you so, so much for having me on your show. I love you like a brother. So I just want to start off with saying that thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for being that sounding board for just a lot of people. Sean and I have known each other for um, a good amount of years. And um, when he came into my life, it was unexpected, but it was also an answer to prayer. I was praying for um, I guess a partner at the uh, at work and I was asking for someone great that was actually going to be great in sales but the Lord sent me somebody that was great for him so <laughs> that's the one thing I love about him is as I said before he is a silent assassin for the Lord that he's coming in with a um, an agenda that hears straight from God so um, I don't know if you guys know who you're listening to but he is a powerhouse and I'm so grateful to have him in my life so I wanted to throw that love at you real quick. <laughs> Thank you. So, let's talk okay. about that book. So, about me, I'm Shantina Mothers. As you said, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, all those things. But before I say all that, I am a woman. I'm a woman that has a story. I have I always tell people I've been through enough, I've been through a lot. And I did write a book called um, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which is actually um, kind of like a blueprint of my story. I grew up with a lot of childhood wounds, with um, a lot of darkness in my life as a child. My mother and father fought every day. Um, we were in church every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, but when we left, 
left church, honey, all hell broke out in the car. <laughs> so that was my life. And that caused a lot of anger, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. My um, parents divorced. And I just grew up with um, not loving myself, not liking myself, all those things. And so I also grew up fighting. Um, I was one of those girls where, you know, if you didn't like me and you crossed the line, that was it, you know. That's how I that's how I was raised. And so my senior year in high school, I actually got into five fights. And my mom was like, girl, you got to change your life. You got to do something different. And so being that I grew up in church, I knew of God, but I don't think I ever really knew God until I actually pursued the relationship with God for myself. So I went um, and took a whole um, good fast. And that's what we were taught at our church. And from there, my life changed. I went from um, being mean Tina to nice Tina, went from hating my father to loving my father. And every girl that I fought, I actually went to find those girls and wanted to apologize for the drama that I caused in their life. <laughs> and so oh. from that, yes, um, I started a nonprofit organization and this is all going to make sense in a second. I started a nonprofit organization and I was starting my journey with God. I want to tell people about Jesus, you know, and at that time, fast forward, I started dating a guy and we was both telling people about Jesus. And I'm like, this is it. I made it. I got a ministry. I got a man. We going to get married. That was my story um, until we cheated. And so when he cheated, and I don't even want to emphasize on the cheating right now, I want to emphasize that that cheating triggered something in me, something that was yeah. already in my childhood, a lot of hurt, a lot of brokenness, and I didn't know how to handle that. So I didn't realize that on this journey with the Lord that you're going to have some trials and it's going, you know, the enemy going to come try to take you out. Well, that's exactly what he did, because at the age of 23, he tried to take me out because I had an attempt suicide, you know, um, I tried to take my life. And so from there, um, thank God that he delivered me. He allowed me to live. Um, and from there, I started my journey of being more aware of my purpose, that God had me here for a reason. So that's what the book is about. My book is called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, because you have to go back and confront those dark places. So in that book, it gives you um, a small glimpse of what I went through as a child, but it also gives you the blueprint of what the Lord gave me to get out the exact tools that you need to get from that dark to light. So there you go. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. So I would like um, for you to basically pull out maybe two or three um, nuggets, golden nuggets to share um, okay. with readers who will be purchasing the book of what um, you would say if the person doesn't have time to read all of it and they just want to open up maybe the chapter three or chapter seven or chapter nine, what would you say you could pull from that to just say, you know what, hold this while you're on the plane, take this while you're in the car, listen to it while you're driving. What would be some nuggets that you would say, these are the golden nuggets for right now, if you can't make it through the whole entire book? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, so my first one is this, um, being that I grew up in church Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, and I was so close to the Lord, I had a conversation with God after I tried to take my life. And I was like, God, how did I get to the point where I tried to literally take my life? I'm with you every day, all day. What's up? Like, how did I get there? And the right. Lord said, you stop using your weapon. Wow. 
stop using wow. your weapon. And I was like, what is that? And he basically was explaining to me that your weapon is your mouth. Your weapon is the word of God on your mouth. And if you don't use that weapon, that's how you become defeated. So we can have, we can have, we can know that we have benefits at work, but until at the, until we actually decide to access those benefits, they're only going to sit there. So as the creative beings that we are, we have to choose to take the word of God on our mouth and use it as a weapon to defeat the enemy, period. <laughs> I love, if I can just chime in, I love how you shared specifically creative beings because yes. so many of us do not know that we hear it, but do we really know it? That we're created in the image and likeness of God. So I'm so glad that you used that word strategically to share that. Absolutely. He created us like him. He created us with power. He created us with authority. And a lot of us don't know that. A lot of us, we get attacked in our mind and we allow those negative thoughts to sit there. We allow those darkness to sit there. It's just like when you walk in a room, if it's dark, the first thing you do is what? You turn, turn on the there you go. It's that simple. You flip it on. And the way you flip that light on in your mind is by opening your mouth and speaking the word of God over your life. And when the darkness comes, I can't make it. You're not supposed to be here. I hate myself. Um, all those things that come to your mind, open your mouth and flip the light on and say, I am called. I'm powerful. I have authority. I take authority over these thoughts. Um, I use the word of God in me. I'm strong. I'm powerful. Um, I'm healed. I'm whole. You find that one scripture that works for you and you speak it a million times. And that's how you get the power. And I can speak things over you and say, Sean, you're great. You're powerful. But when I, when you decide to speak it over your life, that's when you become unstoppable. Wow. Amazing. So from author to um, women's empowerment speaker, I've seen your clips online on YouTube. You're all over social media. Um, so tell us a little bit about how that gifting and how you begin to transition over into the speaking arena. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I like to say when I was younger that I had a lot of mouth, you know, I started off <laughs> a very quiet girl, but once I got to high school, honey, and I started defending myself, I was known as the mouth of the South, honey. I was known that I did not say it behind your back. I said it to your face. Right. And so, and I feel like I got that honest because my mom was the same way. She taught us if you have something to say, say it to their face. Do not say it behind their back. I feel like I took that a little bit too far and I was using it the wrong way but once I got into the Lord he refined it he fine-tuned it and now I know that I can speak the word of God with authority and heal and and um, and just show people love and just show people a lot of love. And so naturally I'm that person if I know something I want to share. So I didn't get into it like, oh, I'm a speaker. I'm going to go speak. I just wanted to share what God did for me. Like, hey girl, you remember that mean girl? Remember, remember when I fought you back in, you know, eighth grade? Well, I'm not that girl anymore. And this is how, that's how I began speaking. And so from there, you know, I, I'm beginning to get invited to other places because people wanted to hear me share my story. And also when I wrote my book, um, that opened up a lot of speaking engagements. So, um, so there you go. That's how the speaking um, journey started. But at the same time, when I realized that, okay, God is calling me to be a speaker, um, I actually took classes. I did my research. I set my foundation. I did everything on the back end just to make sure I was doing everything how it was supposed to be done. <laughs> um, went over into you, you wrote the book and then you went into entrepreneurship on the nonprofit side with your organization yeah. into the profit side. 
because you are a lover of beauty. And yes. so just a little bit about, share with the um, audience how you felt the call of God to move over into um, entrepreneurship, because so many people um, as believers are now just becoming comfortable with, you know, accepting that call um, in, in entrepreneurship, in the marketplace. So share a little bit about your journey of um, starting your uh, lip line and a few other things I know you've worked with as well. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like because I'm that woman that has struggled with self-confidence and self-worth, and um, I'm also a lover of product and a lover of people and blending everything together is for me, everything. So um, initially a couple of years ago, when I started, um, as you said, a lip line, I actually had the names that were um, targeted towards moms to actually to get our, you know, our power back. Cause a lot of times as a mom, we lose ourselves. We give everything to our children or as a wife, we give everything to our husband and we forget who we are. So I believe the names were like um, hot mom, um, I can't remember the other names, Hot Mama, but I had things that was actually targeting women saying, hey, you can get your power back. You can do that. So blending all those together is something that I love. And um, I grew up in an era where entrepreneurship wasn't popular. So uh, I think it was like the nine to five is what, what we were raised. Like you got to have that nine to five. At the same time, me being a creative spirit that I am and also trying to find time freedom for my family, that um, entrepreneurship was the way for me. So um, I also suggest that if you want to get into entrepreneurship, you know, seek out those people that are great in business, um, yes. take those classes, invest in yourself, do things like that. That's going to kind of help that way. And you may not always start in entrepreneurship. You may keep your full-time job um, and, and at the same time, have your business on the side, but you can work it. So what would be some of the, the nuggets for the woman or the man that is a little bit teetering on the lines of fear of stepping into the operation of entrepreneurship? What would be some of your instructions for them if they're dealing with any inkling of fear? If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yeah, so I would say, I guess for me, I dealt, I dealt with a lot of um, lack of belief in myself. So I feel like it comes with that mindset when we talked about before, like when those things come and those thoughts come in your head telling you you can't do it, start with that mindset. Um, make a decision to believe in yourself. Even when I wrote my book, I told myself, I was, I actually wrote in my phone, I said, you can do this. You can do it. Wow. Yes. Okay. So when I woke up that morning, you know, wanting to write my book, there was a lot of fear. But I, when I read that and said, girl, you got this, you can do this, I started the journey. So I would say start there. Number one is not only believe in God, but believe in the God in you, believe in yourself. And then number two, is do your research, do your homework. As I said, take those classes, invest in yourself. The biggest and best investment you can ever make is in you. So research those classes, those master classes, those courses. You know, there's a lot of information out there. So you can actually get a lot of free information and a free resources to help you with that, but also invest in those right classes that's going to set you up with a blueprint to help you get to the next level in entrepreneurship. 
Awesome. So you've had some great success along your journey. You've worked for luxury retailer. You work for one of the biggest ministries in the in the United States, um, World Changers Ministry. You was a leader in their business. So what would you say your personal definition of success? Because so many people have ideas of what success is. So what would you say your definition of success is? My definition of success is wholeness. Wow, I love that. I love it. Yes, because it's one thing to have the money, you know, the financial wealth, but be broken on the inside. You know, are you really successful if you have a million in the bank, but you have your, you know, your bankrupt when it comes to your joy, your happiness, your freedom, your healing, you know, um, so success to me is wholeness. Success to me is a pie where I can look at each area of my life, my spirit, my soul, my body, my finances, my relationships, and I can honestly say that they're all thriving, you know? And so um, I want um, to stress that we have to invest in every part of our lives. When you want to be successful, you want to make sure that you have that connection with God first. That's where success starts because he is your creator. He created you in the same way. If you saw um, Steve Jobs as he was still living on the street, the same way you see Steve Jobs and you would say, what's up with this iPhone man It's tripping. You got to go back to God and say, God, what's up with me? I'm tripping, you know? <laughs> and then- And then once you get that spirit together, figure out your soul, you know, what's the point of having all this, you know, beautiful makeup on the outside and looking like we're picture perfect. We all got it together. But at the inside, you're still broken. You know, I feel like success is when you can look inside and see that brokenness in your soul and get it healed. That means, you know, as I said, dealing with that darkness, going to therapy you know, going to therapy so it can help you break up those things on the inside and actually live happy, healed, and whole because God cares about those emotions too. And also your body, are you healthy? You know, mm-hmm. are you, are, and are, you know, are you working out? Are you taking, are you um, eating the things that you're supposed to eat to live a, a successful life? And also financially, you may have to take a course to see how you break down the debt, how you pay off those school loans. And also, um, one other thing, uh, I can't think of the other thing right now, but um, just making sure you're breaking down. Oh, relationships is what I wanted to say. Relationships, making sure that you have a great relationship with yourself and also a great relationship with others. You know, that's, that's what success is. When you can say, I love God, but I love me too. You know, I'm giving myself self-love, but I'm also giving love to everyone else. That's powerful. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because then that leads into your role as a coach. You are a coach and you felt a call to go and to pursue that call as a coach, um, apart from your entrepreneurship and author. So there's so many giftings that you've been blessed with in your life. And what is one of your highest joys that you have found as a coach? When you see the light turn on, When you see someone and I feel like the Lord, and and I want to say as being a coach is something that I do naturally, but once again, I've also taken classes. (laughs) So I feel like God can take your natural gifts and he can make them into something beautiful um, if you put in the work. 
But also when you see someone that's hurt, that's broken, that's, um, that's lacking self-worth, that's lacking self-confidence, and then you help them walk through that journey. And, and at some point you see the light turn on where it's not no longer that you're believing in them, but they're believing in themselves. Mm. That's priceless. That's rich. That's rich. And so many people now, I know I've recently gotten a question, well, what is the difference between a therapist and a coach? Um, so if you could just give us the clarity on that, I'm sure a lot of my followers, they always ask the question, well, what's the difference? And can the coach do this? And can the therapist do that? So if you could provide some clarity, that would be awesome. Yes. So a difference between the coach and the therapist, a therapist, a lot of times, and, and a lot of times you meet both. So your therapist is there to a lot of times reach back to find out what happened in your childhood, that hurt, that brokenness, and to bring you forward. They actually help you um, almost like um, replanting. You're going to dig through all that dirt and get those weeds out, you know what I mean, to help you actually be replanting in something great and move forward. Now, your coach, your coach is there to help you set great goals. So mm -hmm. if you, um, and so they actually take you from where you are right now. And a lot of times they ask the great questions that you need so you can find that power within and and move forward so you if you're still dealing with um a lot of brokenness you may want to seek therapy first um or you may want to seek therapy and get that coach to also help you set those goals so it's that's the difference between the two that's amazing i'm glad you shared that because so many people today they they have no knowledge and so as we know that if you don't have knowledge you don't have power so we have out of the last month, which was Women's International Month. And I love how you entered in with your introduction, I am a woman. That's a powerful statement. That embodies the essence back to that creative being that God has made you to be. So you could um, just share a word of empowerment um, with, the, with the women that are listening into this episode of what you would like to leave with them as we almost come to the close of our um, segment here. What are a few key things you want to share with them? We have come through and still journeying through this whole pandemic, and I don't like much attention to it. However, so many people are um, experiencing a lot of questionary things in their life. A lot of women don't know what's the next thing going to happen in six months or even a year ahead. And you being that, that leader of insight, that coach, that author, if you could just share with the listeners a few of your um, powerful tools that they could take and grab it in their person, seal it in their heart, how would you share that with them? I would like to know. Absolutely. So um, as you said before, aside from being an author, a speaker, coach, I am a woman, I'm a person that has gone through. And I feel like even with this pandemic, um, if anyone was like me, I had a pandemic going on the outside and the inside, you know, <laughs> I had, you know, with the, with, with what happened with the pandemic, it shut everything down. We had, you know, hearing about COVID um, brought a lot of fear you know, into people's lives. Also, we had racial worlds going on. Also brought a lot of fear and anger into people's lives. And then we were actually forced to stay in the home. So even if you were forced to stay in the home, you could have been dealing with loneliness because you could be by yourself, but you also could have been forced to stay with people that you thought you liked, but you really didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we were dealing with, you know, external worlds, internal wars, all those things. And so in that time, you know, um, I would suggest anytime we go through anything like that is to remember that you are planted and not buried. 
you know. Um, well, say that again for me. Say that last part again, because so many times when people are going through dark periods, you mentioned going into a dark room in that season of, of going through, I want to call COVID a season because that's exactly what it yes. is. Yes. That season of, of feeling like you're not buried. Talk about that for a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so remember that when you go through those dark moments that you are planted and you are not buried. You know, meaning that, give you an example of a seed. When you look at a beautiful flower, that seed is very small. It looks powerless. But everything that um, flower needs to be great, to be powerful, to be the beautiful flower that we love and enjoy, is already inside that seed. But it has to be planted in the dark. In, and, in, and in that dark, it looks like you're buried. But once you get broken, that's when you realize that you're not buried, you're planted and you begin to grow and all those things begin to come out of you. you you're getting fertilized by your pain. You're getting strengthened. You know, you're getting water, you're getting the sunlight, you're getting everything you need to grow more powerful and to be the beautiful um, flower and to flourish in the things that God has called you to flourish in. Absolutely. Wow. I love that women. So that's an amazing and also an inspirational word. Know that you're flowering. This is your season of blooming. And so to leave that with women and to let them know that whatever it might look like at this time, that as this season of the pandemic is passing, of how you use the buried and the planting and the flowering and the seed. That is so amazing and so awesome. So I know we're almost at the top of the time to close out the segment. Please share with the platform where they can find you, where they can connect with you. Let us know what's coming up in the future um, for Shantina Mullins. We would like to know. Go ahead, please. Yeah, so um, one thing I also wanted to say was that um, during this time of the pandemic, um, as I was feeding my children, you know, their cuisines, and um, um, I don't know about y'all, but if y'all got kids, they was asking for everything during that time, right? I also took time to come pull away and pray and fast. I fast and prayed. So that has been something pivotal during this time where I'm usually the busy mom. I'm usually always driving to um, gymnastics practice, track practice, football practice, practice and I was busy, busy, busy. So before we transition out this season, I want everyone to be mindful to take that time to get quiet and to fast and pray. If it's not 30 days, give God a day, give God seven days, whatever you feel like God places on your heart, pull that plate away, fast and pray, because that's that's going to set you up for this next, when, this, when the world gets back busy, because some of us are kind of back busy, but when we get busy, busy. Um, and a lot of like to say we're booked and busy, you know, you want to make sure you're blessed and busy. You want to make sure that you got breakthroughs while you're busy. You know what I mean? I and the way you do that. that is you stay connected to God through that fasting and prayer. So um, fasting has changed my life. So if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me um, on social media at Shantina Mullins or Shantina XOXO on Instagram. Um, you kind of see me there mostly. I'm also starting my podcast like my brother Sean. <laughs> and um i'll have a podcast oh, no. yes and so and i'll be doing teachings on fasting i'll be doing teachings on connection with god and all the things we talked about today entrepreneurship all those beautiful things so if you want to connect with me um my website also is shantina.com and you can find my book on amazon so there you go awesome shantina thank you so much for gracing thank the show 
And we are so glad that you joined us and that you shared with the audience and hopefully we'll be able to get you back um, as a returning guest. Yes. Once again, all of you guys for tuning in to the Sean Inspires podcast, do feel free once it is uploaded and released, share it with your community, share it with your family. The message that was given to Shantina is a divine message for the time and for the season that we are in right now. Do support her, connect with her ministry, connect with her kingdom work as she is a woman in the marketplace and advancing the kingdom. And until next time, stay strong and be inspired. Bye-bye now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.